Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we are going to be discussing the film Rise of Jordan Peterson, as well as the man who inspired it, Jordan Peterson. But before we get into that, I do have a really quick message from our lovely sponsors over at Candid. Let's talk about the holidays. And I know it may seem crazy early to talk about the holidays, but trust me, you do not want to go through another holiday season taking closed mouth photos while everyone else around you is grinning ear to ear. Getting a photo ready smile starts now and it's easier than ever with clear aligners from Candid. Candid's aligners can help you straighten your teeth faster than traditional wire braces. Treatment takes just six months on average. An experienced orthodontist who is licensed in your state creates a custom treatment plan. Then they show you a 3D preview so you can see how your teeth will look after you're done. Candid's aligners are comfortable, removable, and completely invisible. Candid ships your aligners directly to you, so there's no hassle of going to an orthodontist office, and Candid costs 65% less than braces. And with each aligner purchased, Candid donates $25 to Smile Train, who brings safe, 100% free cleft lip and palate treatment to children around the globe. So get your photo-ready smile by the holidays. Go to candidco.com lauren and use the code lauren for $75 off. Again, that's candidco.com lauren with code lauren for $75 off. So if you weren't already familiar with it, The Rise of Jordan Peterson is a documentary film that explores psychologist Dr. Jordan Peterson's rise to international fame. And much like its subject, the film has proven to be controversial for reasons I don't quite understand. Specifically, the filmmakers have had trouble finding theaters who would actually screen their movie. As the Post-Millennial reports, the film was, quote, removed from its scheduled, week-long run at the Carlton Cinema in Toronto after one or more staff complained. The post-millennial reached out to the Carlton Cinema, and the manager on duty confirmed that there was disagreement among the staff over the film. As the film's director said, Over the last few months, we have been reaching out to mainstream and art house cinemas across North America. In many cases, we encountered challenges simply because of the subject matter being Jordan Peterson. Some cinemas got stuck in internal debates. Others told us outright that they thought the film was well done and fair, but they couldn't, in good conscience, contribute to the cult of personality around Peterson in any way. That was back in September, but just a few days ago, another theater announced they were canceling their screening, but this time at the last minute. According to the post-millennial again, Shapeshifter Lab in New York City canceled their screening of the movie because its staff felt, quote, uncomfortable, whatever that means. Now, although I personally might be a fan of his, it is true that Dr. Peterson's rise has also been met with a fair amount of criticism. He's been called a fascist, phony intellectual, alt-right, transphobe, the list goes on. But to me and most other people who are actually familiar with Dr. Peterson's works, we've read his books, we've listened to his lectures, even if you don't agree with him, the idea that he's some sort of extremist or radical is laughable. I think the most controversial stance that Dr. Peterson has is the idea that people should not be compelled to use trans or non-binary pronouns. But seriously, I refuse to believe that simply saying, hey, maybe we don't force people under penalty of law to say things like zeers or if they don't want to, is an extreme or radical position to have, because it's simply not. Aside from that, I guess people also aren't too thrilled about how Dr. Peterson discusses the reality of biological, psychological sex differences in men and women. And as a psychologist, he's also spoken about how IQ is a valid and accurate measure of intelligence and how it can predict people's performance in the workplace. Those facts are based 
in science, but they've somehow become controversial in our society, which is strange because Dr. Peterson is a doctor of psychology and as such might even be considered somewhat of an expert in those fields. But for talking about his area of expertise, he's been labeled a bigot. Again, you don't need to like Jordan Peterson, you don't need to agree with him, but he is not some fringe figure, he's just not. And the same goes with this film. You don't need to want to go see it, you don't need to like it, but to oppose it to the point where you don't even want it shown? That doesn't make sense. As far as I can tell, pretty much all of the opposition to the rise of Jordan Peterson comes from either not actually knowing what Jordan Peterson believes or not understanding what the purpose of the film even is. And the thing is, even if you really do hate Jordan Peterson, you see him as some evil, sexist, racist, alt-right bigot. There are films made about literally Hitler, actual serial killers like Ted Bundy, all the time and no one says anything. They get made, they get released, they get shown. No one has any problem with it. Even if you do hate Jordan Peterson, do you actually think he's worse than literal Hitler, than actual Ted Bundy? And by the way, that question was rhetorical because the only correct answer is no. Obviously, Jordan Peterson is not as bad as actual genocide committers or serial killers. But documentaries get made about those types of people all the time. So the fact that those films are fine, but this one gets met with so much backlash, it doesn't make sense and it just screams of being, and I'm sorry to use what is probably outdated slang by now, but being triggered. Not to mention the fact that people are behaving as if the rise of Jordan Peterson is some hour and a half expose about why non-binary genders aren't real or why women don't belong in the workplace which it's not. Based on the film itself, which I have seen, I do get the sense that the filmmakers are fans or supporters of Dr. Peterson. But make no mistake, this film is not and is not meant to be a defense or examination of Jordan Peterson's views. What this film does do is explore who Jordan Peterson is as a person. There are candid interviews with him, his wife, his children, even his parents. I see this film as giving people a behind-the-scenes look into what Jordan Peterson's everyday family and work life is actually like, and how his life has changed since he got all of this notoriety. Now, the film does go into the backstory of the whole pronoun debate that kind of catapulted Dr. Peterson onto the world stage, and it does also include some of his more edgy sound bites. Here's a rule. How about no makeup in the workplace? Why would that be a rule? <laughs> Why should you wear makeup in the workplace? Uh, Isn't that sexually provocative? No. It's not? No. Well, what is it then? What's the purpose of makeup? Some people would like to just put on makeup. Why? To, 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 I don't know why. Why do you make your lips red? Because they turn red during sexual arousal. That's why. Why do you put rouge on your cheeks? Same reason. But if you're going into this movie hoping or maybe even fearing that it's going to be all about owning SJWs or be similar to one of Dr. Peterson's online lectures, then you're going to need to adjust your expectations. Something that I really do appreciate about the film, though, is that it actually takes the time to interview some of Dr. Peterson's detractors. Like I said before, though, this film is really not about policy or ideology. It's about who Jordan Peterson is as a person. So even in the critics' interviews, they're not really debunking any of his ideas, it's more just their interpretations and why they oppose Jordan Peterson as a public figure or commentator. It's really difficult to separate 
the thing with Jordan Peterson from the Trump election. Capping his improbable political journey with an astounding upset victory. Donald J- the, so the rallies happened in early October and then Trump was elected in early November. Um, and that really just, if Peterson was the spark, then the Trump election was like the fire that really like galvanized it. People who were on Peterson's side or whatever were like wearing MAGA hats and like saying all these kind of like Trumpist slogans. The groups of people who were supporting Peterson were going to be an ongoing political identity. Ultimately, if you're a fan or you're at least interested in who Jordan Peterson is as a person, you're going to like this film. It's very well made, I learned a lot, and it does a good job holding your interest. However, if you just follow Dr. Peterson for his content and you're really not interested in the whole personal side of things, then this movie probably isn't going to be what you're expecting. And similarly, if you don't really know who Jordan Peterson is, but you would like to get caught up with everything, this film is probably not the best way to do that. In a lot of ways, the film does assume its audience is already familiar with Dr. Peterson, his work, his backstory, his online presence in general. So if you were hoping this film would be a great way to introduce him to your mom or your girlfriend or your friends, it's probably not. But in any case, I thought we could spend the rest of this video, the rest of our time here together, if you will, discussing how the film affected me personally and where I'm at in my life with Dr. Peterson's work, as cheesy as that sounds. I've been a fan of Dr. Peterson since pretty much the start, since the whole pronoun thing where I saw a video of him being heckled by this obnoxious trans student protest group. Not only did I agree with what he was saying, but seeing the way he was being treated by those protesters just made me so angry. And at the same time, I really respected that he was a professor at a university saying all of these things because, I mean, we all knew that this kind of thing could get him in serious trouble, but he was willing to stand up for his beliefs, even if he knew it could cost him his job and the respect he used to have from his colleagues. And I think a lot of people felt similarly, which is why he blew up the way that he did. And I know this might sound elitist, but for me personally, the fact that he was a professor, an academic, a doctor, that made him stand out even more in my mind. You see, in another lifetime, I did used to think that I might become an academic. In university, I was a research assistant and teaching assistant, and out of my friend group from the time, I'm like the only person that doesn't have a master's degree right now. Academia used to be such a huge part of my life, and I really respected it, which, if you watch my videos, is such a far cry from how I feel about it now. But seeing the way that so many educators and administrators in academia have pushed ideology over reason and logic has just disillusioned me entirely. And so then seeing Dr. Peterson stand up for all of these things that I think academia should be about, facts and logic and debate, that really resonated with me. It was almost immediately after he really became well known that this cult of personality started forming around him, and this is something that the film explores as well. The film showcases people who essentially say, yeah, Jordan Peterson saved me. And they also interview three young boys who are around 15 years old who really view Jordan Peterson as, like, a superhero. And I know that for a lot of folks, the fact that some people are so dedicated to Jordan Peterson seems really strange, but you have to put yourself in their shoes. For some people, they were wandering through life for decades, maybe, for years, without any real meaning or purpose 
until Jordan Peterson came along. Until this academic, almost father-like figure came along and started telling people to clean their rooms, sit up straight, stand for your convictions, improve yourself, find purpose in the day-to-day. That was something that many hadn't heard in a long time, if ever. But if you've been following the conversation surrounding Dr. Peterson, you'll know that maybe a year after he became big, he started getting a lot more criticism and not just from the usual lefty progressives. Dr. Peterson has been accused of being a shill, a sellout, a phony by people who used to be his fans, and these people have been very, very vocal about all of the problems they have with him. And I do think that some of this viciousness that we've seen from former fans is due to them eventually having realized that Jordan Peterson is not some mystical messiah, he's just a man. It's always disappointing when one of your heroes doesn't live up to your expectations of them, and I think with Jordan Peterson, so many people had put so much hope onto him that it was only a matter of time before he disappointed them because, again, he is just a man. And I'll never say that Jordan Peterson isn't worthy of criticism because he has absolutely said stuff that I don't agree with. But at the same time, I think it's pretty obvious that some of the backlash online against him, especially on the right, is due to him simply failing to live up to the impossible standards that people have set for him. I think for some people, the longer they followed Dr. Peterson, they realized, hang on a second, I don't agree with this guy on politics or maybe religion. Or perhaps they had a moment where it occurred to them, oh, he seems at least partially motivated by finances. And none of those things are wrong in and of themselves. It's okay to disagree with someone on something and it's perfectly all right for someone to care about feeding their family or making a living for themselves. But if you were at a point where you were idolizing Jordan Peterson, realizing that he's just like everyone else could be heartbreaking. For myself though, I'm happy to acknowledge that no, Dr. Peterson isn't perfect while still finding a lot of meaning in his work. And the part of his work that's always stuck out to me the most, and it's something that we see highlighted in the film as well, is the idea that to improve the world, you first need to improve yourself. I'm beginning to realize more and more that we can talk about politics and policy all day long, but at the end of the day, society is only as strong as its individuals. No matter what laws are passed, no matter what government looks like, if individuals are lost and broken, then society will be lost and broken. And to be honest with you guys, that is part of the reason why I've been focusing more on cultural issues lately instead of just politics. Because a growing part of me does think it's almost futile to try to talk about laws or leaders when for so many of us, our personal lives, our dating lives, our spiritual lives are in such decay. In a sense, I'm feeling more post-political than I used to because I do believe that if all of us had our own lives in order, then politics would be a lot less crazy, a lot less divisive, and a lot less important than they are right now. But this is quickly devolving into a whole tangent that I could probably spend quite a while on, so to finish things off, I would love to know what you guys think. Will you be seeing the rise of Jordan Peterson? Why or why not? And has your opinion of Dr. Peterson changed at all since you were first introduced to him? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.